Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, before we move on to the next topic here, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at the Love the Star podcast. It is Boomer Jacks. And I keep telling you guys about Boomer Jacks, specifically what Boomer Jacks has ready for you on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's great wing deals. On Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they have great deals for you the rest of the time, too. They got drink specials starting at $3. They have $15 buckets of beer. There are wall-to-wall TVs. Every sporting event you could ever imagine is on the televisions there when you go to Boomer Jacks. They have TVs in the bathroom. There's literally not a time where you will miss a moment of the action. Live music. Like I said, wall-to-wall TVs, great drink specials, great food. It's just a fantastic atmosphere for whatever you're looking for, and it's why we're so excited to have them as our partner here at Love the Star. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Uh, you know, we we had, like you mentioned, talked to CeeDee Lamb on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, and CD had said – you know, we asked, like, what are the differences between the McCarthy offense? The standard question. It, it was honestly a softball that he could have, yeah. you know, answered any way he wanted. CeeDee Lamb chose to answer it very directly and very honestly. Told us during the interview, hey, my my strategy in talking to media these days is just answer honestly. Don't, yeah. tr- don't try to come up with some answer beforehand and guess what their questions are going right. to be. Just be comfortable and answer the question honestly. And his answer was really interesting in that he said, you know, I, I don't know that we can really say it's Kellen calling plays or Mike calling plays and said, as much as anything, this is going to be Dak versus the D coordinator. Mm-hmm. Dak is going to be the one getting up to the line. Right. There'll be an initial call put in, but Dak's going to get up there and Dak's going to decide what we're going to do. Right. And I, I find that really interesting because what would have, I, I don't think Kellen Moore would have been opposed to that. I think Kellen Moore would have 
wanted that and encouraged that. So why with the departure of Kellen Moore, I got to wonder why is that the case now? Like, like that that's the case that he's out there. It's something thinking out loud a little bit. Well, but it, do you, are, you maybe, are you maybe saying that you feel like that Mike McCarthy doesn't want to be the prime? Well, I shouldn't say doesn't want to be the primary play caller, but he's used to a quarterback that making those checks, making those checks and making those calls. Yeah. His, if you look at what he did in green Bay, it was Rogers like static offense. Don't move. Don't do this. Don't do that. So he could call the plays and get him in and out of stuff. You know, maybe that maybe, maybe Mike McCarthy is okay with his quarterback being that guy that, you know, okay, I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to send in two plays and, you tell me which one, or you put us in a play that we have a have a chance to succeed in. You know, Mike Mike has gone through this where he, as a primary play caller, he's had a Hall of Fame quarterback as his court as his quarterback, which is calling plays. You know, and that and that's something that Aaron Rodgers we've seen plenty of time. Even you know, even with the former, even with the you know, the Packer coach with Lafleur now, yeah. like Rodgers will like they'll send in a play. Rodgers looks over that like to look at him like, "What are you? No, what kind of stupid play is that? Yeah. No." So maybe McCarthy's to that point too, where he's like, it's "Back in year eight, you know, if we give him what ideas we want to do, we send in plays, game plan this. Let's put it on him to make these calls." Do you? And this is a, a completely separate question, maybe from you know the 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 normal question of Dak's reads, his post snap reads. One of the things I've you'll hear a lot when you talk to people around the league is people I think feel like Dak's pre snap recognition is better than his post snap recognition. Sure. I, I think he I think he does well at both, but consistently one of the things I've heard is. People feel like he's pretty good at identifying things before the snap and being able to tell where where things are. It's usually some of the post snap stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, a linebacker sitting that he misses or something like that. Or he gets fooled. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you and think quarterbacks get fooled? I mean, that that happens in the NFL. Do you think that's an embrace then of the skill set in, in terms of? Do you think that's the the team trying to embrace? Hey, he seems to be really good at being able to identify. Yeah. Stuff. Let, let's let's let sure, him get us yeah, into the that, right that, play. That, it could be a situation too where Mike is. Mike understands that, you know, that he really doesn't, and this is going to sound terrible, that Mike really doesn't want to call the plays. Yeah. You know, Mike is like, okay, with, okay, I will give you an idea of what I'd like, but if you want to check it, you know, yeah. that's, that. you know, he's, it, it could very well be that, that Mike does, you know, he's like, I don't want to sit there and have to, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not Kyle Shanahan. I'm not. Sean McVay, I don't want to really try and learn and and put together new. That's why again that whole thing with seventy percent of the you know offense will remain the same. You know yeah. they're the ones that threw the numbers out there, not us. You know what's the other thirty percent of the offense? Hell, I saw a screen today. Beautiful. Actually, a screen pass at work. Parade in downtown Dallas tomorrow at nine a.m. <laughs> Get ready. But see, that's what I'm. That's I, I don't know if Mike really wants to be that. Grind it out, you know. Hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm calling plays. I'm, I'm stealing from the Rams. I'm stealing from the 49ers. I'm stealing a little bit from my old Green Bay days. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he really wants to do that. What would you say? Let's just uh, we'll we'll move back. And that's, to and that's what I'm saying. I kind of feel like that maybe he's telling Dak, 
I will help you. I will give you guidelines. But if you feel like that you can do this and they and they have comfortable doing that, they're gonna let it go. Getting back to some of the the more particular camp discussions, just got a, a little rabbit trail there, just from the fact that we were talking mm-hmm. about the receivers and CD and everything. But getting back to some of the camp stuff, I know one of the things you watched closely. I did not watch it nearly as closely. I know everybody else does, but I knew I'd already missed some. So once you're already behind, you don't want to you know jump in too late. The kicking situation. Yeah. Did did you feel like one guy was better than the other today, or was, well, it, was it, it pretty was, straightforward? Okay. Myself, Todd, Todd Archer, John Mishota, we had a little system working pre-practice. Uh, I stood under the goalpost, and Archer was and Mishota were standing at the yard lines that these guys were kicking from. Mm-hmm. So Archer and them were able to kind of get, you know, I was either it was good or no good guy. Yep. I was the referee today. And what uh, this guy, Aino, was five of seven, and this is pre-practice, mm-hmm. five of seven. His misses were from 33 and 45 from the middle of the field. Oh, dead center on both Dead of them. center, yeah. And then Aubrey was 5 of 7. His misses were from 43 left hash and 45 right hash. Okay. So they both were 5 of 7 to start pre-practice, you know, stuff. The, uh, the uh, actual, I would say it's not pre-practice, but practice, but... When they get into special teams, warm-ups, warm-ups. Yeah, 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 with snap, hold, and all that. Yeah. When they went, when they went, okay, big moment, or what do they call Mojo that? Mojo moment. Mojo moment, where they play the music and yeah. everybody gets excited. And Bones Fossil announces, kicking competition, kicking competition. Yeah. You're like, bring out your dad, bring out your dad, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So... Both kickers got uh, opportunities here, uh, three opportunities each. It was kicked from the 38, the 44, and the 48. We went left hash, right hash, and then middle. All kicks were made. Good. So three for three for both guys. So five of seven in the special teams portion of practice. Mojo moment, three for three for both guys. Uh 38, 44, and 48 all makes for both kickers. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
Now, I know you have said before that one of the things you do look for with kickers is that when you watch them, you do want to hear it. You, you want to hear it a certain way. I got to say, I was that was something I was listening for today. I didn't hear anybody. Viscaino? Viscaino is the one who, there were a couple of them that he hit that it sounded boom, a couple well, for me. he's the guy that. But I heard a lot of splat. It sounded that, like the, splat with the, both the, of them. The, with Viscaino, and this is the first time I'd seen Aubrey kick. Mm-hmm. So the first time uh, with this guy, well, with this guy, I know today or at OTAs, was the further back, the thinner he hits it. Seems to be. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a. It's not that boom. You know, it's that thump that you know, and then the ball is going and it's up the upright, not just. To me, the longer this guy, I know, it's kind of a hit, and then the ball is just kind of and it dies. It's like watching somebody putt really well in golf, that they putt it and it rolls, it rolls, it rolls, and it dies in the hole. It yeah. Just dies in the hole, and that's what I kind of feel like with Viscaino that at OTI was seeing that, but you know, the, standing under the goalposts, you're looking for those balls that are hitting, they're going through high. Yeah. Not just barely getting a putt across the, the crossbar. Yeah. So. Now did. After watching this today, and obviously it'll continue on, but after watching this today, do you believe I, the team's kicker is on the roster see, right now? See, I, I was asked that question on Twitter, and I said no. I don't think so either, based off of what I saw today. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, this it, it's its not – I will say this. I don't think it's nearly as bad as it was this time last year with Garibay. Oh, man. And Hyra and Lahu. Where Hyra oh. Lahu couldn't make anything over 45, it felt yeah, like. Yeah. And Garibay couldn't – kick the ball in the same zip code. They had to be really happy today that the mojo moment was a 3-3. Yeah. Because, you know, when the first, when at first I was thinking, okay, well, maybe we're going to get, you know, two of four here. Maybe we're going to get, you know, three of six, you know. I was a little bit worried about that. Now, the other news that came out today uh, after practice had ended, uh, Ronald Jones Gets yeah. the PED suspension. He yeah. will miss the first two games of the regular season. We've kind of talked about Ronald Jones as being a potential bubble player, being a fringe player. Definitely veteran insurance against, hey, if our young guys don't work out here, we, we've got something to fall back on. Uh, so that, that is what it is. The suspension is what it is. On the football field, uh, what have you... What have you noticed about the running back competition behind Pollard? Has anybody stood out? And is there anything you've seen from Ronald Jones during this camp so far that makes you think, well, he was he was performing well enough that that he's probably still got himself some leeway even with the suspension? I will say this: I, I think that when you look at uh, when you look at Deuce Vaughn, you could see the explosiveness and the quickness yes. of him. I'll tell you what was interesting today. There was a, a um, our. Uh, <laughs> Our young man Isaiah Ladd mm-hmm. was was rushing off the edge, and he was uh, he was working against I think it was uh, well let's go mm-hmm. he was working off and and all of a sudden Rico Dowdle chipped to his side and completely destroyed Isaiah Land. I think they like Dowdle the most. Yeah. And I, I know fans like Malik Davis the most, yeah. it feels like. I think this team likes Dowdle the most. It's 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 interesting because I was like, okay, there you go. There's a, there's some there's some blitz there's some 
pickup. I didn't know Blitz pickup, but there's some pickup right there. And so I think that to me that Vaughn is going to get a lot more opportunities. You know, with Ronald like Ronald Jones ran the ball hard today. In I mean, he and Davis and those guys in that nine on seven period, but there were holes. There were holes. Now they weren't getting taken to the ground. There were a couple times, like I said, that um, Golston tackled and Oso Digizua made a tackle. Yeah. But other than that, they had some free room to run, and so I. Uh, but I. That's another one that I'm not totally sure that you have the the, the third guy here. You know. Really. That maybe. Maybe that's where if there's surplus at a certain position that the Cowboys could trade for a running back. You know, linebacker, running back with the two spots. That I was kind of thinking that. I did notice Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, I think, has looked okay. He, has, he hasn't flashed me. Dowdle and Vaughn have flashed yeah. at, at different times. Mm-hmm. Especially Vaughn in open space is tough. Yeah. Vaughn is tough. Uh, and, I mean, we knew that. You can see that right. on the stage. Right. I, but I, the, one of the things I did know, say again, we're right on top of practice. We can hear yeah. some things. Oh, yeah. I did hear Ronald Jones getting a little bit of a stern talking to during some nine on seven. Well, yeah. When, when the ball got snapped and Dak, you heard him go, hey. Yeah. And he looked and Ronald Jones wasn't there. And you heard it. He catches the ball and he runs down the field. Yeah. And somebody said, hey, you were the hot. And he yeah. goes, oh, I didn't know that was hot, which is the hot read. It's right. the, if the blitz is there because they simulated right. a blitz and right. Dak had to get rid of the ball. And he's like. Where's Ronald Jones? Why is he not right. here to catch the ball? Right. And so obviously there wasn't going to be any contact. So whenever Ronald Jones turned around, Dak still threw the ball, got the pass. Mm-hmm. But there was a little bit of a, a oh, sorry, didn't realize I was yeah. hot there. Didn't realize I was the guy that uh, needed to be the dump off. And that's that's something that when we talk about Ezekiel Elliott, that's something Ezekiel oh, Elliott has always been. On. That, that's something that Zeke has always had the, the awareness of, I think, yeah. is, is turning, looking oh, no, for the ball, knowing – like Zeke was always a reliable hot read. When that when that thing went down today with Ronald Jones and all that, I could see Jerry in the meeting rooms over there telling everybody, "I tell you, we need to go get Zeke before uh, first Bill, thought I had before Bill Belichick does." It was <laughs> it. It was the first thought I had. I know it's the first thought a lot of other people had. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.